If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Blast off. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Cody, what the hell is going on? You've been home for a week now. Are you wow. all settled back in or? Kind of, yeah. I'm falling back into the Matrix. Back into the Matrix? Yeah, I hate the Matrix. What are you Matrixing? <laughs> you know, you're supposed to do this, do that, be here, not say this. Went over to Dad's last night. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to bring this up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing it up. He brought it up. He said, uh, you know, you can't say fuck in front of people. And uh, I, I did not initiate this. You Mr. did. McAllister. I did you, not initiate this conversation. <laughs> well, he seems to blame it on you. And I wasn't going to argue with him because dad's always Oh, right. you didn't even stick up for me. I and tried. tell but- him that. I tried, Cappy but he's always telling me you can't say that. <laughs> I mean, he's known me since I was a little kid, so he knows he gives me that look when I start to fight back and I just I just quit. <clears throat> so I tried to stick well, up for you, buddy. I did. Full disclosure, um we decided when we were getting into this thing, we had a choice of pushing the button for explicit. So we didn't have to watch what we say or pushing the button and then editing out all the hee-haw, hee-haw. Yeah, and what 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 did I say? You said what? you didn't want to have to think about it. You just no. wanted to be able to say whatever you wanted to say. Yeah, pretty much but, I said I won't, I won't do it if we have to be uh, rated PG. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I get that, you know. But we also, we had a long discussion about it because uh, it could cost us sponsors you know yes you know some reputable companies might not want to sponsor a podcast where the the hosts are dropping f-bombs this but, is true and and funny thing because my dad was a salesman his whole life right and uh he he gave me the sales speech you know 
you're alienating certain customers or yada yada. So I finally just had to tell him, here's where you failed, Father. I'm sorry, but uh, you don't realize that I enjoy offending people. It's it's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) It's it's like a flashback to the conversation that uh, two of our Discord members had when one of them says they 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 love when you go off topic. Oh boy! And then the other one says, uh, "Yeah, I just love when Cody goes off the rails and Chappie goes full dad." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it's funny because I didn't see the second comment and my comment to the first one was do not encourage bad behavior. <laughs> do not. And then I saw the second the- comment and I'm like, oh shit, I just played right into his hands. <laughs> do not feed the bears. <laughs> yes. Or the animals. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I mean, the whole object of this is Cody and I, we were talking once a week couple times a week about motorcycles anyway and it's it's more or less uh it's a conversation that is coming across and people are enjoying it more than we ever thought that uh would happen so i mean it's i thought you were pretty nutty when you brought it up (laughs) i'm like who the who the freak there you go dad freak (laughs) is going to listen to us two yahoos babylon about motorcycles but we never seem to have enough to say. We just, we keep doing it. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. And there's always uh, another topic to cover this week. Um, big shout out to Raptor pack adventures. Uh, he requested this topic and we're, we're going to go with it. Um, Heck I yeah, have a lot are. of experience with this topic because I do the Monday through Friday, you know, 40, 40 hour job. Also known as the matrix. The Matrix. So, um, yes, uh, Raptor Pack was wondering if we would do a podcast subject about day rides. So, hello, Raptor Pack, and hello, Bubba J. Yes, hello, Bubba J. I hope you get the stickers that you want. They want to know about going for a day ride. You're going to leave the house in the morning. You're coming back at night. You're not camping. You're not, you know, for somebody that only has a day to go for a ride. What do you need to take with you? So we're going to cover the whole thing. We'll cover like uh, figuring out if you've only got a day, how to plan out, you know, where you're going to go or how you figure out where, where to turn around type of thing. You know, yeah, well, everybody's uh, going to be different. Everyone's different. Uh, I personally need to take a tent on every ride, even if it's a day ride. <laughs> Are you going to ask me why? Or do you already I'm going to ask you why. <laughs> why do you need to take a tent if you're going on a day ride? Because even a day ride for me sometimes turns into a two-day ride, and not always intentionally. <laughs> Oops, I went too far. I can't get home. Yeah, Sorry, I went Amber, too far. I will not be home tonight. I got lost, usually is, is uh, what happens. I lose track of time and where the hell I'm at. Uh, yeah, so if... If the bike I'm on doesn't have a good headlight, sometimes, not always, oh, yeah. sometimes I will uh, I will end up staying the night. But on a more serious note, the headlight would be one thing I would say, even though if you don't plan on riding into the night, things happen. So my first thing would be a good source of light. Yes. Um, and that, that also uh, I carry, I know you carry like uh, 
a flashlight, but it's one that goes on your head. It's got like a elastic band. So, and usually you can adjust them just in case you got to do some work on the bike. And there's, there's things that whoa, should. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. Sorry about this. You, you've heard about, don't you know, truck? Don't you know? Right? Yes, your truck. I've left but the keys you know in it, Nissan. left it out for somebody to steal for a year. I just oh, got a notification. I just got a notification that one, somebody in a neighborhood close to me had their truck stolen. Why couldn't it have been mine? Breaking news. It wasn't mine. <laughs> don't you know? Sorry. That was, I was just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going for a day ride, uh, I do that a lot here in the Northeast. Uh, there's a lot of back roads and stuff. A lot of times I will just pick a direction and just when I get to an intersection, hey, that way looks good. And then I usually choose to around midday or something like that or halfway through the ride. If I want to be home by a specific time, I will pull up the GPS if I need directions, if I'm not sure where I am, or I'll, uh, if I know where I am, I'll start moving my way home. That's good. That's good. Now, those um, are usually good rides. That sounds like a good ride to me. Kind of no really particular place to go with no particular place to go. Yeah, we do that quite a bit. And I think maybe we should differentiate the uh, off-road and on-road. Maybe, I don't know if there's a difference of stuff you take because on-road, I probably won't carry as much tools or anything. Uh, I'm, ju- I'm just See, thinking. now that's, that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, uh, There's certain things that you should bring with you every time you get on the bike. So like some sort of tire repair kit, depending on what you have for tires, either tubes or uh, a plug kit. I carry a plug kit on the Beamer. Um, I, I gotta say, I am guilty of not carrying stuff to change a flat for the CRF. Cause usually I, I don't go far on that. Um, you know, like some sort of tire repair kit. You should just have some minor tools to make minor repairs. If you're not going yeah. far, I mean, if you're going to hop on the highway and try and do like a thousand mile loop because you want to iron butt it, you're That's probably going to want more stuff than, <laughs> yeah. Take some but preparation if, H. That would be a, something you need on an iron butter. <laughs> yeah, if I'm staying like within three hours of home, I, I know enough friends and stuff like that that if I have bike trouble... I can pick up the phone, give a call, and somebody would come get me. That's lucky. Uh, I've used all my passes. <laughs> I also have uh, roadside assistance for another two years on the Beamer. That is nice. That is nice. Um, if you have Progressive or Geico motorcycle, I want to say that's included as well in your insurance policy. That's good. Another good one. uh I'm pretty sure it's AAA that we have, but there's a like a separate thing you can get. It was like a hundred bucks a year or less a year, and two times they will tow you up to a hundred miles, and they will go off road to get you. Now, I'm not sure of the limitations of off road because sometimes, sometimes I end up in places that they probably wouldn't get me, but. Uh, yeah, I'm in Lockhart Basin. I need a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get the right towing company, maybe, but I wouldn't count on it. 
Uh, no, your best bet on something like that is uh, another motorcyclist. No. Speaking of Lockhart, speaking of Lockhart, I saw a video that was made last year. I don't know if he's one of our listeners or not, but some guy named Brad, I think. And he basically started about the same time I did. He basically made it look kind of easy. But I noticed that he, uh, he walked before he rode each obstacle and, uh, I, I don't know. It was smart, but it, it rubbed me a little bit. I was like, ah, eh. you know, should I have walked it? Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of funny. Same time of day. He was well, on a 650 I mean, and he either took his luggage off for the obstacles or he only had one bag. I couldn't tell. Anyway, it's doable. Yeah, Don't I mean, the, the, it's the pros walk the track before uh, every motocross race. Yeah, Johnny usually walks hard obstacles too, but I like the surprise. Unless <laughs> unless you're alone in the middle of nowhere. So. Yeah. What about, uh, so some to fix tires, that's good. What about maybe? Yeah, I, I carry the same toolkit I would carry on a long trip. I mean, it's always on the bike. Um, yeah, it's that's my, it's I do. in my luggage. <sighs> Some kind of a snack if you want to eat your lunch while you're riding, rather than stopping at a restaurant or something like that. Like uh, the wife and I sometimes will pack a lunch in a, a soft-sided cooler and we'll stuff it somewhere in the bags. I mean, I, I leave my luggage on, you know, the the plastic ones that you don't like. I oh, leave those, those on the bike like all the yeah. time. I mean, they're great. You know, plastic burns if you need to start a fire. Those would be great fire starters. No. <laughs> Expensive fire starters. But, uh, yes. No, that, I mean, that's good. Um, even a cliff bar or something, just in case, like you do get a flat and you're like starving or something, something to give you a little bit of yep. energy. Yeah. And if we take uh, a cooler, it will sometimes bring cold drinks um usually we hit you know uh, my bmw bmw my bmw doesn't stop at starbucks it stops at dunkin donuts because that's where the wife wants to go uh, i didn't know mine did but it literally just broke i like i tried to fight it because chris told me hollywood told me if i ever see a picture of you and your bike in front of fucking starbucks i'm not speaking to you again so in Canada, oh, so that's why he happened. hasn't talked to you. I haven't talked to him for a little bit, but he was in Canada. So I sent him a picture and I said, since it's in a different country, is it still okay? Will you still talk to me? <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and Chappie is not uh, promoting that anybody drink and drive. He's just taking some drinks. Right? Yes. We're talking about like water or power aid, something along okay. that lines. I figured that's what yeah. you're saying, but I will not drink alcohol if I am riding. Period. Yeah, me either. Even though I might be able to follow Johnny Mac a little better if I took some liquid shots of courage, but no. Definitely don't do that. I, I'm more of the uh where is it, turkey that if they catch you drunk driving they just shoot you or something. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just turkey hunting. In fact, last night we followed somebody home that almost hit some pedestrians, and then they got to a red light, and they were halfway into the intersection, and then they were swerving. Like I've never seen somebody so inebriated. They almost ran into the train. We sat. We were, this is terrible, but we were sitting there kind of watching. Well, I mean, it's not like we were taking bets. Amber and and I. Are they gonna? Are they gonna hit the train? Hmm. And she's she's in there. She says that idiot hits the train. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm not helping. Them. I wouldn't want to be uh, a witness to that. No, no, no. I don't like to witness. That'd be messy. People's stupidity. You know. Yes. But yeah. So a light. Your tools. I agree. I I generally just have a toolkit that goes with me for yep. a day, or it goes for a week or three weeks. It's pretty much the same. If it's a long, long trip, I might throw in like an extra tire iron, but on a day ride, usually not. No. Yeah. See, I don't carry tire irons on the Beamer because they're uh, not tubes. I have tubeless. So if I can't patch it, then you're calling calling somebody. Yeah. I'm using the BMW uh, roadside assistance. That's what it's there for. Yes. If you're trying to go to a specific point, like sometimes we'll make a, we're going to ride to such and such a place to eat lunch. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good stopping point for the ride home. Sometimes I'll plan out, you know, we're going to go down this way and come back a different way. Cause you don't want to ride the same road. Riding to in a specific point. Uh, that's, that's sometimes fun. Especially yeah. if uh, there's something like uh, there was a there's a store in Connecticut down here. They have amazing sandwiches. So we went down for uh, for lunch one day, had lunch, and then came home different way. Saw some pretty cool stuff down there too. Nice. Stuff that we wouldn't have seen if we didn't go to that specific store. That's that's what adventures about to me. Totally, I think most of us, but. Amber and I did like we were coming home from our trip and we wanted to get home, but we kind of Google mapped it out. We could have took the freeway the whole way and saved like 45 minutes, but I didn't want to deal with the freeway. And I mean, I've seen it a million times. So we just took like a, a back route that was like 45 minutes longer. Oh my God. It was just awesome. Like mm-hmm. in the middle of all these farmlands and just, Stop at the store and all the cowboy farmers are out there, you know, having their conversation at the gas station because their farms are like a mile long, right? So the only time they probably have socialization was at the fuel up station, but I mean, it was awesome. Rivers, you know, and like stuff I would never have seen just by taking an alternate route back. Yeah, I've been on the record saying that like, uh, a lot of the stuff that we saw on our Niagara Falls trip, I wouldn't have seen if we had taken the highway because it's like a five-hour ride, whereas we took two days to get there. So That's glorious. Yeah, probably like 10 hours worth of riding each day. So it took us awesome. 20 instead of five. Yes, and we saw a lot of Lake Ontario. We went along the south edge of that and then uh, Niagara Falls. But like... You know, if, if yeah, the, the world is your oyster, pretty much. I mean, you can plan anything you want. Like, 
but for a, a day ride, um, you're, you're still going to want to bring along probably a, a rain suit just in case. Cause I mean, I don't know about everywhere else in the country oh, yeah. here in the Northeast. Uh, they can say no rain and holy I shit, think, all of a sudden it's raining. I think that's the whole country. It's that way here. It was in Idaho. It was, I mean, Washington, I expected, <laughs> you know, right. It rains, it rains a lot there, but yeah, it can be 95 degrees. You're burning up in the next second, you know, you're all hail or rain is breaking loose. So yeah. That's good, a yeah. good thing, you know, some rain gear. Way to get out of the elements. a little microburst the other day on the way home from work. Oh, my Lord. Well, you know, and some rainstorms, if you were just walking through them, wouldn't be a thing. But when you're going 40, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour into it, it it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It becomes a thing. 50 degrees at 50 miles an hour is freezing. Yeah, especially when you chills. add water. Yeah. Yeah. So uh what about like uh depending where you're going and what terrain you're on, I would say maybe a map or a track on your phone or GPS, whatever unit. Yeah. Yeah, some some way to navigate. Yeah, because if you're if you're doing like I said, you're just gonna go off and get lost. You need some way to figure out when it's time to turn around how to get back. back. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're not familiar with the terrain. Yeah, I mean, if it's in, like, your local place and you're just kind of exploring, you're probably okay. But, you know, if you're going well on a day ride, probably not leaving the state or whatever. But you could, you know, you could go out of your quote-unquote comfort zone or your your natural area. And it's good to find home when you need to. I, I just laugh because I can leave my state in 10 minutes in one direction that and 30 minutes in two other directions. You know, my whole, my whole ride out to Washington to the rally, I, I kept thinking about you. I went a good five hour stretch. I mean, I just had open land. I mean, there was farmland and stuff. And occasionally there's a place to get off and get gas and, you know, like a truck stop or whatever, but probably five, six hours just wide open you know like i said there might be a farm with a farmhouse way off the road and i was just thinking of you like man this would blow chappy's mind because <laughs> mm. it's like civilization isn't surrounding you which i mean i like that yeah we can't leave our state in five minutes or ten minutes yeah hey, i i live uh right on the new york state border it's five maybe ten minutes max to get out of the state into New York and then to get into Vermont, it's maybe a half an hour, 40 minutes. And then the same for Connecticut. Cause I'm like right in the middle of Massachusetts, like from South to North, I'm like right there in the middle. So you can do different day rides to different States. <laughs> yeah, I can get in. Yeah, I can get into, I mean, I've been, I've gone for a day ride where I go into New York state and take, uh, one of the back roads up and then the next thing I know I'm in Vermont and I cross into New Hampshire and then I come Whoa. back down into Massachusetts and I'm home and I've only been gone for maybe <laughs> five hours. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome and not awesome. I mean, it's cool. I'm just... Well, I mean, it's just the shape of the States. I mean, right. uh, Vermont is really narrow at the, 
Is it Vermont? New Hampshire is very narrow at the bottom. I'm not, I know. But Vermont and New Hampshire, they're not very wide. They're so tall. Depending anymore. where you cross, you could cut through a lot of them. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. and it's, you know, I mean, it's hard to tell when you cross into another state here, too, because it's all, the Northeast is all similar, you know? Mm-hmm. Once you start getting down into, like, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, that's when it starts to change. New Jersey? So it's a flatten out more. Yeah, and in New Jersey. Well, you know, I've been watching some documentaries on the New Jersey, uh, the devil they have down there. The devil. I did not know that's what they, well, I didn't know that's what they named the uh, hockey team after, which makes it even cooler. But there is a, a, a legend of a, like a winged animal, human creature. Just look up the, (laughs) look up the Jersey devil or something. You'll see it's. I'm going to have to do that. I just thought, wow, they really like named their team after like an urban legend in their area, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that is cool. like the Utah. We named our basketball team the Jazz. Maybe we bought them. They were named that, but there's not like a jazz <laughs> scene in Utah. Them. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Maybe. There might be now. I don't know, but I, I just haven't ever seen like a jazz club or anything here. So. It was always just funny to me. Why are we the I mean, New Orleans? I would think of like jazz music festival or something. It's, I don't know. I just wouldn't think of know. Utah and jazz music. Not saying it's not here. Just don't see why we would name our team that, but whatever. Interesting. They can't win anyway. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's because the mailman left. I know. I, Oh, I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening, but I think, probably one of the most upset times I made my dad. I, I was a Jordan fan growing up. Yep. I know this is off topic. Sorry, but it's got to come out. Got to confess again. No, it's not B-Moto. Cody's got, Cody's got the, the <laughs> Chicago connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blackhawks. The Bulls. You gangsta. Yeah. Watch out. I shoot you up. No. <laughs> uh but I told him uh, during the playoffs, you know, when the, they were playing the Bulls, I said, well, you know, Utah doesn't need any new players and they don't need a new coach. They need a doctor. And uh, my dad's like, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I said, well, every time the mailman gets free throws that count, he chokes. So they need a doctor to perform the freaking Heimlich. Because <laughs> the mailman wasn't delivering. <laughs> but yes, the uh, man was one of my heroes growing up. I, he was good. I did, I did a camp with him and John Stockton when I was a kid. That was cool. But anyway, way that off topic. Really cool. <laughs> what else do yes. you bring? I I, I bring uh, my last dollar. <laughs> you always have your last dollar according to your kids. Oh my God! Did I tell you the last dollar story? No. We're on our way home. I've spent my last dollar on our trip. It's gone. Okay. I needed a Coke. So whatever. We pull over at a freaking truck stop and we park away from all the cars and trucks on the lawn, trying to get some shade. 
I'm talking to my wife and overblows right to my feet almost. A freaking dollar bill. I picked it up and I said, babe, look, I got my last dollar. She couldn't believe it. If she said if she wasn't there to see it, she would never have believed it. It that followed me from our last stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Almost. That's funny. I mean, within reach of my feet. <laughs> so, last stop. That is funny. <laughs> but know that, I mean, for those of you who don't go to your last dollar, maybe a little bit of cash or something in case, uh, in case you need some oil or you need some food or... <clears throat> I have what money have hidden on my bike for an emergency. Yeah, that's what kind of goes emergency, with me all the time. Normally, fund. I use plastic. Yeah, like if we get gas or something like that, because I get points, um, and then I get you know like a pair of uh, CD boots for half price because I save my points. Yeah, but um, yeah, so. I hide money on my bike just in case. Cause if you stop somewhere or you're out in the boonies, they might not have, you know, credit availability because yeah. it costs them to accept a credit card. And when you're out in the boonies, maybe they don't have internet or something or depending yeah. on how far out you are. It's true. I found on my trip and this could apply to day rides, campgrounds around here take cash or check really no card but why i say that can apply to a day ride is some like lakes or parks around here charge a day use yep you know just State a day use fee too. or whatever and some of those could possibly just take cash only and so if you just have the card either you're Either you're going in and then just taking off real fast when you leave, oh. or you know you gotta go find an ATM or something. So a little bit of cash is good. I'm not saying throw a whole bunch of Benjamins on your. Yeah, I ran into that when I went to Greylock to do a video <laughs> for the YouTube channel. When I got up there, it was like, oh shit, you need money, right? But so and usually um, you would think card, yeah. But- but it's a it's a state park, so they, and they who charge carries checks. Come on, let's get real. I don't. No, no one really does. I don't even have checks. Yeah. I do all my bill all my stuff online. So a little bit of cash, some tools, something to fix your tires, tools. a little bit of food, water, hydration can be important yes. and drinks, headlamp or a Something, well, some a headlamp is part of your tools. Um, yeah, I, I bring everything that's usually in my tank bag for trips. I have that. I have wipes. Um, I use the uh, Survivewear biodegradable wipes. I think we covered that. I mean, yeah. Not only are they good for your hands, or if you've got to make a a pit stop, <laughs> <laughs> but they. Um, they work well on your visor if you go through like an insect swarm. Not after or, pit stop. Those are not reusable. Not re. I didn't say they were reusable. That they're okay. biodegradable. I just wanted to clarify: you weren't making a pit stop and then wiping your visor because 
That would no, just be disgusting. I, did not, I didn't even say reusable. Okay, well, I, I'm a frugal bio frugal man. I I will use the wipe twice on my visor if I can. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish that. I wanted to make sure that that's what you yeah. were going to say. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I learned a trick from an old man uh, that did the BDR with us. He was 68. But he got a uh, Ziploc bag, and he would take a cloth, you know, like a washcloth, get it wet, wring it out, put it in the Ziploc, and then uh, right in his tank bag. Like we have the ones with beaver tails, put it there, and then you know, at a stop sign or wherever, it's he's always got something to wipe his his visor or goggles. Because mm-hmm. you're right, you go through a one mile section sometimes, and you can barely see. And if yeah, you don't if have something with bad. you, that's not good. Yeah, and the survivor ones, I, I think I mentioned it here before. If you place it on the visor and leave it for a minute or two to moisten the bugs. Uh, they come off a lot easier. Yeah. Which is good, especially when it's, you know, lately it's been 95 degrees here. I'm sure it's been warm out by you that can cook the bugs onto your visor and your windscreen pretty quickly. Yes, That it can. Um, they, uh, let's see what else. Zip ties. Uh, I I always take the, zip ties. Yes, I have zip ties. Well, that yeah, they're in my tank bag. I mean, that's part of the tools, but that's like I've used zip ties more than any other tool. I think I always carry a pair of uh, sunglasses. You never mm-hmm. know if something happens to your visor or something like that. Um. Not yes. visor, but your your face shield. Something yeah. happens to your face shield. You're going to get pulled over if your face shield is gone and your eyes are open. You get pulled uh, over. I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know about over by you, but if um, if you're riding with your face shield up, they can pull you over because you're supposed to wear. Uh, something of over your eyes. You either have only, glasses. Only or... my buddy Chappie would know these rules. <laughs> well, no, it's not a bad Those thing. of us who have just, taken you know, I our pay permit and license pay test and studied in the book <laughs> know that the rules. that the law says you have to have some form of eye protection, even really? in the states where you don't have to have a helmet. What the what? Yes, that's crazy. You not wear a yeah, helmet. We don't even you have, have to have something off, over so. your eyes. Wow! But you, there's no I'm, end to how far I'm people sure who want power over us will reach, even I'm to sure. your eye holes. Now we invade your ear holes. That's reaching far enough. Now they want to invade our eye holes. They will give you a ticket if your eyes aren't covered. They can. I've seen it happen. Damn. That's crazy. I did. I had never heard of that. Matter of fact, information. If you're going back east, watch your ass. Video on YouTube where a guy was riding in the city and he (laughs) had his visor up and he he didn't put it down. And the police officer that was standing on the street when he came up to the thing said, "You need to put your visor down." 
I could totally I'm use at this a, to my advantage. And the guy goes, I'm at a stoplight. He goes, you just came down the street with your visor up. You have to have your eyes protected. And he was arguing with the cop instead of just putting his visor down. It's like, dude, it's a law. Just do what you're told or you're going to get a ticket. I would have said, give me the ticket and shut up. That's just me, though. I'll pay it later. Or not. <laughs> and then... And then you go to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warrant. Let's not yeah. go down that path. So it's like... I mean, there is there is benefits to following rules. But I could totally use this to my advantage. One of my favorite songs as a kid, the first uh, 45 record I bought. You remember those? Yeah. To put the disc thing in the middle so they would play. Anyway, Corey Hart, sunglasses at night. So when the cop pulls me over and says, why in the hell are you wearing sunglasses, you stoner? You stoned, you drunk? It's nighttime, it's like midnight. Well, it's one of your fucking laws that I have to have my eyes covered. And I'm riding, and all I have is my sunglasses, sir. So, Sergeant Stadenko, will you please accept my sunglasses into your rule book? It's the first time I thought I could get away with wearing sunglasses at night since I got sober. <laughs> Maybe. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, here's a here's uh, a good one. If you're going to do a day ride that turns into a an evening, you know, I mean, when we say day, we're talking one day, right? Not just the right. time of day. Uh, my eyes get real sensitive to light, mm -hmm. and on accident. On a trip, I found these, um, they're like yellow tinted glasses at a truck stop, but they were made pretty much to stop the uh, bright lights coming in UV from the like, trucks. And, yeah. Oh, so for the like headlights. Nights. Yeah. So they were kind of night glasses. Oh my God, they saved my butt because I was on a two lane highway, you know, where semis come along right beside you. It's a little slower speeds, but you got one going one way yep. and one going the other. And it was getting real dark. And man, some of those LED lights these days are bright as oh, hell. Oh, I know it. So, um, but that just that helped. So, sunglasses or night glasses or whatever. And or your glasses, if you need glasses, might be a good thing to take with you. Yes, I wear glasses, and when I'm on the bike, I wear contacts. So usually mm -hmm. when I'm on the bike, my glasses are in a hard case in the tank yes. bag, and I have uh, my contact case, uh, some eye drops, and my yes. cleaning solution. So I, I learned case. that the hard way, thinking, oh, I got contacts, and then your eye dries out from all the wind or or whatever, you know. Or you rub your eye and it pops yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You rub your eye, it falls out in the dirt. You can't find it. Whatever. If you don't have your glasses, that can uh, that can make for an interesting or dangerous ride home. Yes. Uh, if I'm going for more than one day, usually I bring a spare or two contacts as well. Yeah. But if I'm just Take going for the day, I just bring the glasses. What about on a day ride? First aid, anything at all? Uh, well, that's part of my toolkit. Um, yeah, I guess I should expand. I yes, uh, tool uh, first aid kits on the bike at all times. 
that's one of those awesome. should always be on the bike because you never know. I mean, whether you're going you off know. road, on road, you never know if you're yeah. going to need it. You're never going to know if you run into somebody that exactly. you're going to need it for. You know, yes. it's just one of those things. Yep. It's better to oh, have, should have one in the car as well. But I mean, yeah. And, um, you know, my first aid kit, I'm guilty of this. Uh, keeping on the bike for every trip. But, you know, my daughter gets a sliver or, <clears throat> you know, cuts themselves open in a can or something. I run out because I know exactly where it is on the bike and grab whatever we need. Guilty of is not remembering that and replacing it into the kit. So, oh, yeah. The good thing is I know where to find it all the time. And you also have to remember in mind that you got to replenish it once. I don't know, say set a thing once a month or something to just kind of make sure you have what you need. Cause (laughs) yeah, not just that, but if you don't use it over the course of several years, uh, those band-aids when you do need them are not going to be in good shape. So like if you've had your kit on your bike for maybe two or three years, might be a good idea to look at your band-aids and make sure that the they're still in decent shape. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I can't tell you, like, you go to the medicine cabinet at home and you haven't used a Band-Aid in a couple of years and you need There's one. There's no it's sticky like, left? Or you go to peel the two pieces of paper apart and it, like pulls like a little string because the paper is like molded itself together and it's only one piece of paper now Oh, because <laughs> it's so old, you know, or whatever. That that doesn't uh, help you in a situation where you're needing some help. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep things fresh. Uh, if you, you know, have a water bottle, we were talking about water. Yeah. Make sure you check that too. Usually we go through the yes. water way before, but you know, some of us get swamped at work or something and, and can't ride for a month. Just don't assume that your water's going to be gloriously good all the time. So, No, it should Just be fresh check. water every day. Yes. And I know this is common sense, but hey, since we're covering stuff, I think it's a good idea just to go through your stuff. Check it. Yes. Chappie will tell you, check your helmet every five years. Uh, Yeah, because... I didn't know that. Yeah, it's been the uh, EPS liner, the material it's made out of, your sweat and the elements, it starts to deteriorate. So it's not... Makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah, it's not 100% anymore. So uh, your they actually are supposed to take them off the shelf after seven. You know, if your helmet's been sitting on the shelf for seven years, they're supposed to take it off the shelf. Those are the ones I want to buy. I get one hell of a discount. No, well, I mean, that's one thing when you're buying, if you're yeah. buying a helmet, you got to look at, you know, look at your manufacturer date. Mm-hmm. Same with tires. You can do that. Yeah, because uh, also for a day ride, last forever. I know this is what you take, but uh, for a day ride or a long ride, whatever, do the uh, 
do the walk around, check, you know, check your air pressure, look at your tires. Yeah. Make sure your mirror's not going to fall off. I mean, these things are common sense, but. But that should be in every ride. It should be in every ride. I'm just trying to cover them all because we get busy. And, uh, you yes. know, like my dad says, we're responsible. So I just want to make sure we cover all the bases because <laughs> our lawyer's very busy down at the homeless shelter. Yes. He's standing in line waiting for his food. Yes. And considering the state of the country, it's going to be a while. Yeah. I know I told him to save me a spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I carry a tire pressure gauge and I try and make sure that my pump is charged and I bring that with me as well. Your Psych Plus? My Psych Plus. Yeah. Those things are awesome. I love it. Um, have you had the luck that I have? Because sometimes I'll be like, nah, the gas, gas station ones, they always have nope. the thing on them that tells you the pressure. Yeah, until you forget your tire gauge at home, then they don't. Well, I've been, I bought the Psych Plus because the you go to the gas station and the pump isn't working properly and you need pressure or you need air. And then you go and you put the thing on your tire and it doesn't work, but it lets some air out. So you are already four pounds less. And now, now you're, you're fucking eight pounds eight. less. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, not yeah, only annoying, so, but can be dangerous. So I decided I'm sick of dealing with those. I bought the Psych Plus and, you know, I, I check my tires very frequently. The BMW's got a TPS monitor. Oh, my so. God. You have those. You and Tim have those. Ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish it doesn't I tell me. It doesn't tell me until I start moving. But, like, if I knew it was good yesterday, um, you know, by the time I, I mean, get down to the end us. of the driveway. Yeah. It's a secondary I mean, you, yes. obviously, you visually check every time and sometimes whatever, but at least it's a secondary, hey, check your tire. Yeah, I mean, you can grab your tire and squeeze it. I mean, yeah. if, it's, if it squeezes, it's way too low. Yep. But also, I mean, uh, by the time I get to the bottom of the driveway, they're usually up and they say, you know, and if they're way out of range, they'll I'll get a a flash. So yeah, well, Tim told that's me the uh, case, that's just why he bought the twelve hundred because he wrecked on the eight hundred from a flat tire because he didn't have those. They don't. They didn't used to come on the eight hundred models. Yeah, they I do mean now the eight fifty. Uh yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I had it on the seven fifty as well. Nice. Good thing, and I think you can buy them for like any tire, and they hook and they up go to your, your phone or something phone. or whatever. But yeah, it's good to have full tires, people. <laughs> yes, and if you buy the ones that go you know, on that hook up to your phone, they use batteries. So, oh, make sure. Uh... <laughs> yeah, check things. Hmm. One more thing, 
it's kind of on the topic. It goes for any ride. Kind of? Well, it applies. Uh, I saw a clip on Instagram yesterday. Somebody draining their radiator fluid. Just saying, remember to do this. And then it had a song playing saying something about, my engine is knocking. Guess I sure to listen to the engine light. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, the uh, antifreeze or whatever, it'll stay full a lot of times, but it has a, a life expectancy just like anything else. So yes, just because it's full, full, <laughs> doesn't mean you're protected. So right. just check things, check your oil, check your stuff, because you don't want a day ride to turn into a three-day ordeal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or a week and a half ordeal, don't you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why was it the neighbor's truck? <laughs> oh. Why? I could leave the door open with the sign, please. Freaking take me. Nope. Mm. But the neighbor probably broke his window and hot wired it. Who knows? Well, I mean, they look at your truck and they go, oh, don't you don't know? You know? <laughs> don't I you know? Don't you know? Don't take it. Yeah. Well, it could be too because you have uh, your business on the side of it too. Yeah, I need to take that stick off. stick out a little more. Well, it makes it stick out a little more. So. I need to take that off. That got me in trouble. Cost me a lot of money. Having that on the side of the truck? Yeah, that's what the, I bought a $6,000 warranty that was supposed to cover everything on my truck. And because I put the sticker of my business on it, that's why they de- denied oh. me. Oh, I kid you not. That, that whole ordeal was one thing after another. Like, I don't know how many times anybody's ever been kicked in the nuts in a row, but I lost count in Minnesota. Oh, in a row, in a row, like repeatedly. Like, you would uh, think they get numb. They never get numb. Clerks. It still hurts. In a row, in a row. <laughs> you know the movie Clerks. Mm-hmm. In a row. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Uh, well, we hope Bubba J and Raptor Pack Adventures enjoyed this topic. Um, we hope it helped somebody. Yeah. Thank you I'm for sure the idea. I'm sure we forgot some Love stuff. That. Uh, if you're in Discord, drop some stuff in there and let us know what do you bring with you on a day ride. Uh, a spare pair of underwear. We just show you up can, you can head over to the Instagram post and. Hey, Chappy. Wait, wait, wait. Guess oh, what? Come on. You better shut the f- up. That was for you, Dad. Did you hear the beep? I did. Okay, good. Good. If you're. See? And they wonder why I go dad total- mode because in the middle of what I'm saying, you always go <laughs> off the rails. All you got to do is like Dave did it at the camp that we were at. Just anyway. Just say anyway and continue on your conversation like I'm anyway, not here. If 
if you have something that we forgot, you can go over to the Instagram post and leave us uh, in that what you bring with you. Yeah. You know, drop drop a comment there. That works too. And we'll bring it up in a future episode. Make a pit stop over there. Pit Not stop. Like- Alrighty. So this is a time we tell you if you want to save some money over I do. At I do. Atomic or Moto Camp Nerd, you can use a discount code throttled ADB. No spaces. No spaces. You save 10% over at Moto Camp Nerd, you save 20% at Moto Atomic. Both places have good quality stuff. Moto Camp Nerd is the only Moto camping specialist yes that's and he's also a motorcyclist yep so and you're I'm helping out a fellow motorcyclist by getting his store so are you yes i've got a lot of stuff from his store and then mototomic uh greatest hoodie you will ever wear look what i'm wearing I, right now when I am do not it. wearing my work uniform. Do it. Say it. Play it. Get to Say the it. chopper. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing the chopper shirt. From when I am not wearing my work uniform, I'm usually wearing a Mototomic t-shirt. Uh, the hoodie. Love the hoodie. The quality is unmatched. I mean, the t-shirts have no tags. That to me. Yeah, they're great. And the hoodie. Let me tell you what, you don't want to show up to a rally without your gas can hoodie. It's freaking embarrassing because half of the rally has them. I ordered a second one because I had worn mine so much it's starting to wear out. I mean. It happens. I mean, I wear wear mine religiously like Hugh Hefner wore his freaking robe. Yeah, but two years ago, I had a hoodie that was a Vikings hoodie that the kids gave me. It was the only one I would wear, and I would wear it if I went outside to have a cigarette because I had a zipper. Two years ago, you wouldn't wear a hoodie. You hated hoodies. Pullover hoodies were like, I don't, I didn't have one. You should have seen his face when I told him I liked him. He was like, ew. Yeah. Now, now how do you feel? I don't go anywhere. I don't talk about something and bring with me on every day ride. Oh, yeah. My Mototomic hoodie is in the luggage because it will fit under my jacket. And you don't feel like the hunchback of Notre Dame with the hood because it was designed to go under your jacket. It's flat laces. The hood is, it lays flat on your back. It's just, and it's warm. It's badass. It's like a hug. It's soft inside. Yes. Um, Check them out. I am. I am now a hoodie lover, so I wear mine. I bring it with me. Uh, if we go anywhere, it's usually, you know, in the in the car as well. So when we do our camping trip next week, yeah, I, yeah. Did I tell you? Did I tell you that we booked a camp? You didn't tell me you me booked. You told me you were gonna do a camp. I didn't hear booked. That's awesome. Yes, uh, I booked three days at the local state forest to go test the tent before my north, yeah, north, yeah, north trip up north to New Hampshire for the rally. To, 
Yeah. So you're going to have uh, a blast, man. We're going to go camping the day after we go see Hailstar. Ooh. So make sure you take your spare underwear since you're seeing Hailstorm <laughs> and Cindy Luhu. I know, I yeah. know. Anywho. That's a power packed show, if you know what I mean. Yes, any hoo hoo. <laughs> yeah, uh, there'll be some hoo hoos at that show. <laughs> I have my, yeah, my Monotomic hoodies with me all the time. So I bought another one just because uh, when this one does wear out to the point where it's not like shouldn't be seen in public, I have a spare. <laughs> yes. So, Basically, what we're saying is just order about five of them right off the bat because you're going to love them. Yeah. And your relatives and children and significant others, even if they are good people, they will take your hoodie. Yes, especially when don't they see how I comfortable it is. Yeah. Don't say I didn't warn you. Right. All righty. Chap is going camping. Yes. Going to the and rally. Don't forget to, if you need any work done to your bike, Suspension, motors, cleanups, anything. Carburetor cleanup. We had a guy in Discord sent his carburetor over to B Moto and they cleaned awesome. it up. It looked like new. Yeah, yeah. They do they do good work, just like I said in the in the promo. And uh yes. I've been to the shop and met them. Awesome people, great shop. Yeah. All right. Should be having my motor back next week. Yes. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Cody will be doing some hard enduro. Oh, yeah. Johnny's already on me. Is it time to ride yet? Is it time to ride? I I'm missed like, Do I answer this? Because he's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. And until next time. What if? What if? Yeah, until next time. What if? What if what? I don't know. I just wanted to say, what if, motherfuckers? <laughs>